Welcome to Sonata Secrets with Henrik Chilham, unlocking the world of classical music. For the final movement of the Pathetic Sonata in C minor, Beethoven writes a fast-paced, jumpy and electric allegro in rondo form. If the first movement was thunder and lightning, this is more like static electricity, jumping between smaller objects. There is still a substantial charge though. This is feeling much more to the Mozart side than the romantic side that we had in the second movement. It's very crisp and clear and these arpeggios in the left hand speak for themselves without too much pedal. Let's take for comparison Mozart's Sonata number no. 8 in A minor, the last movement there, presto, it goes like this. And back to Beethoven we have this. Now the upbeat here, this idea is also in the first movement, the second subject there is this one. So it's upbeat and in the third movement it's a very nice detail tying the movements together. Now here we have this rhetorical device of repeating the last part of the phrase again. So and then did you hear what I said? And now moving on to close the theme. Yeah, now we're sure this is Beethoven and not Mozart. This is some heavy stuff. And that's the whole theme. It's quite short. And now we move on straight into the first episode. A small transition of these chords, kind of searching harmonically. And we eventually end up in E flat major, the relative major to C minor. And I'm going to play the whole episode. It starts off more melodic as a contrast to the theme, the energetic theme. But then the energy level rise again quite soon and we get some electric triplets and scales and arpeggios. And in the middle of all that there's a moment where we, it calms down a little bit, like we have a thought to think about it, but then it goes off again. So.
So we end up with this fortissimo scale over the register and it's over a G in the bass. So that's a dominant pedal, it means we're going back to C minor. And this scale, it's a C minor harmonic scale. So a harmonic scale has this exotic interval between A flat and B natural. So over a G it's, we have this. And then we get the rondo theme again, exactly the same for the second time. get something completely new for the second episode. It's lower energy again, it's in A-flat major and it's longer note values. And to me this is an echo of the second movement, mostly because it's also in A-flat major and longer note values and in this very nice uh, resonating register down here. So, the second movement. Now I played it faster. But we also have this similarity in the melody of falling fifth. So, the third movement. So, falling fifth, falling fifth. And in the second movement, the second part of the theme it goes like this. It's kind of the same falling fifth, not exactly the same. So in the third movement, Beethoven does something else with it, and it's quite interesting. And it's like we have mirror images between the hands, because the left hand also has falling fifth, just starting on different notes. And then we get this idea four times, and it's kind of flipped around uh, between the hands, and in different registers, and then the third and the fourth time we get extra thirds, uh, so making it chords rather than just one note. So second time, and also syncopation of course, so not together but different beats. Now chords, and higher register. starting to modulate a little bit uh, and this is starting to feel like a development section but it's in rondo form and let's put a pin in that for later here we continue with this idea of falling fifths and now we get extra scales uh, between the hands and really um, developing it a little bit
And then, of course, the Rondo theme returns again for the third time. But now we go a different route than the first time. So before we went to E flat major, now we get a different transition and we end up in C major. And here we get the third episode in the rondo, which is kind of the same as the first episode. It's the same material, it's just now we're in C major instead. Get this lovely kind of a heaven moment in this high register and it you know opens up. Now this starts to look suspiciously like sonata form, where you have the second subject returning kind of in the tonic key. It's because it's actually sonata rondo form. Now this is not a basic form, so you need to be somewhat familiar with both sonata form and rondo form in themselves to understand this fully. But we basically superimpose the sonata form structure onto the rondo form. So if we call the theme A and the first episode B, then we have the second episode C. So A and B would be the first and second subject of the exposition in sonata form. And then C would be the development. So instead of going straight to the development after the exposition, we get one round of A in between. So almost like half a repeat of the exposition. And this is the rondo element of one theme returning. And then for the recapitulation, we get A and B again, but now B is more in the home key. It's C major in this case, flipping around from C minor. So let's have the whole third episode again with the transition. a new episode developing a bit here. Really uncertain here, but end up on G and of course we're gonna get the theme returning again. And now we're approaching the end of the piece. Uh, so this is the coda, and following the same sonata rondo pattern, we get the theme as the first part of the coda. But we don't get the full theme here, because it's the fourth time Beethoven just cuts it short and moves on instead. So we get the return of the triplets again and we get worked up real good here. 
because this is not just the third movement that we're ending, it's the whole sonata, and it's not a Mozart sonata, as we've confirmed, it's the pathetic sonata. So here we get a return of a little bit of the character from the first movement, that's angry and unpredictable. <laughs> Typical Beethoven ending, hammering out these chords here, rock and roll. And here we get the same scale that's ending some of the other episodes, but now it's a different harmony. It's not going back to C, ma C minor, this is going to A flat major. And it's almost too much in the end here, uh, because it's like it's making fun of itself, because it's so predictably unpredictable. You need to keep face when you perform it though, <laughs> but I, I find this very funny, but yeah, it is ending the whole pathetic sonata in an angry burst. This is Sonata Secrets. I hope you enjoyed the series on the Pathetic Sonata and check out the other movements if you haven't already. And a special thank you and shout out to my Patreon sponsors JK and IC Gunnerstutter in this episode. Thanks for the support guys.